What we saw about three weeks ago, week ending March 28th, um, we had a big slide in the U.S. stock market for that week. It was down 12.36% for the week, which was a a big down week for sure. sure. You know, you talk about... um, you know, the market and, and the past 10 years and so on and so forth and what we've had. And yeah, we've had ups and downs, but we've had uh, quite a few of the little roller coasters up and down, you know, some big swings here and there. Uh, but what we had three weeks ago was the slide. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't a roller coaster. It was a slide. Yeah. <laughs> it was down. But then following that, the one week later, ending March the 6th, was kind of a roller coaster week. Thousand points up, thousand points down. And in fact, Last week, ending March 6th, it ended up 1.79%. So last, the week before last, not this last week, but mm-hmm. the week before last, ending March 6th, was actually a positive week. Yeah. And then, of course, it brings us to this week, which was another down week. For the week ending March 13th, 2020, we've got uh, a few highlights. Of course, is the wild gyrations in the market. We'll give those specific numbers. But also, there were policy announcements uh, that happened uh, during the week. In Europe, the Bank of England and European Central Bank announced new measures. Fiscal authorities came to the table with the U.K. budget increase spending. And German Bank said they're committed to take uh, whatever it takes in order to keep German businesses uh, afloat that are impacted by the virus. So we've got various European, German uh, entities that are taking measures. Here in the U.S., the Fed increased liquidity. to the overnight repurchase uh, market. And so they've injected some liquidity into the market. And the president uh, also has a plan that they're looking at putting in place here as well. So we'll see how that falls out. For the specific index numbers, uh, this last week, March the 13th, the Dow Jones ended down 10.36%. So it was another big decrease here for the week for sure. Um, which brings the year-to-date return on the Dow at a negative 18.76. So that's the year-to-date return on the Dow. S&P 500 is similar. It was down 8.79 for the week and is down 16.09 so far year-to-date. Small U.S. companies were hit harder this past week, a 16.5% decrease for the week and a uh, 27.47% year-to-date decline. Also, International had the hardest week there was uh, amongst the various markets at a negative 18.38, which brings their year-to-date return at a negative 27.33. The 10-year Treasury went up a little bit. However, it is still at extremely historically low uh, numbers at a 0.95% for the 10-year mm. Treasury. The 30-year sits at 1.55. <laughs> so those are your weekly numbers. Rick, you found a really cool article that came out just a day ago. Yeah. Um, you know, the economic research report that came out on reasons to be positive about the U.S. coronavirus fight. Walk us through some of these points, would you? Yeah, one of the preferred measures of active cases, which is um, total cases minus death and recoveries, gives a better picture of the number of people who are able to spread the virus. And uh, although it's continued to rise, um, uh, what has happened is um, that uh, historically speaking, including the experiences of both China and South Korea, uh, they show that identification of treatment leads to a slowdown in the pace of new cases and a pickup in recoveries. Uh, The world recovery rate as it sits right now is 93%. 
So, I mean, uh, we can pause there for a moment and just say, did, that, did a, you know that? A, you know, a a. Of, that's an A. That's a good that's a good score there. U.S. is much lower at this point. However, we expect to, the U.S. to move towards and exceed the world recovery rate. And one reason is the private U.S. healthcare industry is the best in the world. Yes, it is. And it's one of the most overlooked uh, features of the fallout of the coronavirus. Uh, Moderna has already begun testing a vaccine. Many other companies have followed suit. Doctors have experimented with antiviral drugs and the with the coronavirus and seen positive results. Um, a 2013 study in the Department of Health and Human Services determined that the U.S. Um, has the most intensive care unit beds per capita of any country at 20 to 32 per 100,000 people. You can contrast that with China, who has only three to four. Um, wow. Or other companies in the socialized medical systems like Canada, they're at 13. Or Sweden, they're at 6 to 8. UK, 3 to 7. So, so we, are be- we are better prepared, better suited to be able to, to handle something like this, right? Exactly. That's okay. the conclusion. The U.S. is better suited to deal with the healthcare capacity issues that could rise. So all the steps that are being taken will really, in our opinion, over the next two weeks, help mitigate um, you know, an exponential increase. 